0: This is the Unknown Unknown Packers Packers Podcast. Packers fans you are hanging with one half of the bearded duo this is Jeremiah Wayman of the unknown Packers podcast hanging in the basement of the bungalow and we are getting ready to sit back and relax and turn the page on tap and as usual on tap is uh, brought to you by Black Husky Brewing and of course we talk about on tap talk about what I am drinking what I'm imbibing with uh, at this moment and compared to last week when I went with some whiskey a uh, little Mictors on the rocks, Mictors old fashioned. Um, this week I am rocking the Spruce 2 double IPA from our very lovely sponsors, Black Husky Brewing. And it is phenomenal as always, whether it's out of the tap, whether it's come from a uh, bomber. So with that said, we are going to get into a little housekeeping, or should I say, house cleaning, the uh, release of Jermaine Whitehead. After that uh, lovely slap in the face, it's kind of funny, you know, get released for a slap in the face, maybe a little bit of a slap in the face uh, on Sunday against the Patriots. You know, at the time, whether or not that was a warranted uh, ejection call, I don't think it was. I think the announcers, uh, Collinsworth and Michaels, would have ag- would agreed with me. Um, I just didn't see it as that, being that egregious, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but... I think what the point is, though, is is uh, I don't think Gudukins is really going to stand for any of this crap anymore. Trading, haha, uh, trading Montgomery, now releasing Whitehead. Uh, I think he's really trying to, you know, keep the guys that he wants. Good, good locker room guys. Obviously, Jermaine Whitehead w- did have a big part in that game. Um, the defense they were running kind of took the place of. I believe they took out Orrin Burks, and I think they kind of had that more of a you know, six or that dime look with uh, more defensive backs and Whitehead was in there. And that seemed to be when the, the defense kind of kicked into gear and was able to kind of confuse Tom Brady, obviously, you know, no longer. So we'll probably, you know, see a little bit more of, I'm hoping for Raven Green, honestly. Uh, I think, you know, what he's shown in his, you know, preseason, uh, he's got some bright spots. Also, uh, not to be a uh, second fiddle, Geronimo Allison, has been put on the uh, IR for uh, eight weeks, so he's got to be out for that minimum eight weeks. Uh, I'm cool with this. Actually, I think MVS has shown that he can he can play. Um, he's you know the speed. He's got the hands. I think you know showed twice, and I can think two different reasons why he's uh, become such a trusted target of Aaron Rodgers. You know that one down the sideline where he just le- leapt up and snatched it away on over everybody's head. And then also, obviously, his uh, breakaway pass down the middle just showed his speed and uh, quickness. And, yeah, phenomenal player. Um, Can't wait to see what he keeps doing and uh, surprising us with. We talked a little bit about, you know, the effect that Jermaine Whitehead had had on that Patriots game. And leading into that game, if you listen to my podcast uh, last week, you know, I did say that I think the focus for me and probably the focus for the Packers defense should have been or if it wasn't, I don't, I don't know what they're thinking, on Julian Edelman and uh, James White. And sure enough, you know, we saw it on the first drive, saw it throughout the game, was that offense, even without Rob Gronkowski, you know, kind of still working Josh Gordon into the offense, Chris Hogan is pretty much non non-existent anymore. You saw that, you know, they were able to get the ball to J- Edelman and James White in a multitude of ways, whether that was gadget plays, whether it was just running up the gut, you know, any way they wanted to. They were getting those guys the ball, and it moved the chains, uh, picked up big chunks of yardage, and, you know, combined, you know, the two of them, 27 touches, 239 yards, and two touchdowns, uh, really almost three, I guess it could have been um, trying to trick double pass from Edelman to White, you know, got pretty close to the goal line there. You know, it just, it's it was frustrating to see, because I, I know part of the game I did see Jair was on Edelman, uh, I think he did a pretty good job, uh, of course, as he uh, as he did the week prior to uh, against the Rams and Brandon Cooks, but a guy like Edelman, he's you know he's not going to break one loose, uh, you know he only had six for seventy two, so that's nothing like mind boggling, you know like I said those 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 catches and those yards were meaningful yards, uh, usually you know picking up first downs on a third down play, um, you know the pass the thirty seven yard back to James White, you know just both of them affecting the game, you uh, know. Massive way, um, and you know, I know Packers fans. We all were saying, "Well, you know, injuries. This injuries. This." You know, going into that game, defense, offense, and even as the game uh, unfolded, you know, inj- the injury bug uh, kind of struck us a couple times there. Versus on the other side of the field, uh, Patriots. Like I said, without Rob Gronkowski, they're missing a. I think they're starting guard. Um, you know, just no excuses on that end. Along with that, we're gonna switch over to the Packers offense. I guess you know, again, nothing. That I was super pumped about there. One thing I noticed, and I've noticed this before, is the, um, you know, in those third and f- short situations, fourth and short situations, it seems to me that, and it, it happened definitely late in the game there, that, you know, whether it's the route tree, it's the play call, or, you know, ro- if Rodgers is audibling into something else, you know, we don't know that. I don't know that. Uh, I don't see that. But what I do see is that these routes um, on those, sh- you know, third and short plays, they're going, you know, 10, 15 yards, 25 yards down the field. And nobody's really looking for the ball. So I don't, do I, you know, there's really nobody cutting across. If there is, they're uh, pretty well covered. Um, so, you know, not trying to, uh, again, like I've said before, and I'll say it probably until he gets fired or moves on, is just scheming guys open. And, uh, you know, you want to talk about scheming guys open, you talk about getting the ball to James White and J- Julian Edelman, just like I mentioned. They're, uh, you know, somehow, some way, you get them the ball. It just seems, and again, you know, to kind of compare that, I don't understand and you're you're just going for going for it all I mean I get it you're down by two scores but there's playing time on the clock um, you know you can't move the ball if you can't pick up a first down so uh, you know utmost importance I think you take that four or five yards get that first down and you know live to play another day play another down um, so you know that's a frustrating thing and again I, I think it's it's not a new thing you know previous games this year years, years prior uh, so it's just one of those another you know, reoccurring kind of instances of whether it's bonehead play calling or like i said whether that's on on Rogers' head another thing with uh especially late in the game there down two scores after you know we do have the aaron jones fumble Um, but it just seemed like to me after that uh, the offense just completely fell apart Uh, you know and i don't i don't know where that you know again where the blame lies i'm putting it on mccarthy but uh you know again lately it's been about a 50-50 blame I would say uh, whether you know it's Rodgers missing guys that are wide open or it's McCarthy just uh, what the hell he's doing on uh, you know as far as play calling and I think it's you know I think I saw this on Twitter today that you know is it schemes or play calling I think it's a little bit of both because I think you know you look at the scheme and if you transfer you know the same scheme was run when uh, McAdoo went to New York Giants same scheme uh, was run when Philbin went to uh, Miami for, you know, his short period there. Both of those times, uh, you know, again, neither of those guys are head coaches anymore. So I think that shows a little bit. I'm not saying, you know, obviously there's differences here and there, minor differences, but pretty much overall, I'd say that the same scheme. And that failed in two different instances. And obviously we're seeing it kind of flounder now. Uh, yeah, uh, with that, with that in mind, you know, again, it's got to put the onus on McCarthy and his staff. And going, you know, talking about scheming and getting guys open, um, pace of play, which, you know, you saw the Patriots coming out on fire in that first drive. Uh, To me, it seems, uh, you know, and obviously to to get the pace of play up, you have to get first downs, which was kind of pulling teeth to get for the Packers on Sunday. You know, as it got later in the game there, uh, we're, you know, trying to go, you know, keep the game going with four, I think it was around four minutes left, still down two scores. And it just seemed like to me there was no urgency, uh, whether it was play calling, uh, getting you know getting guys up to the line. I'm not going to say, you know, dinking and dunking. That's fine. As long as you're picking up yards, you know, dink and dunk your way all down the field. If that's, if that's what's taking you t- the time to get down, fine. But if you're taking, you know, the full, almost the full play clock to get up to the line, snap the ball, you know, get that next play going, that's that's unforgivable in my mind. That, that shouldn't be happening with that little time on the clock, uh, down two scores. That's discipline. That's you know, game management, um, on everybody's part, we always, you know, we do the three up and three down usually on these podcasts. And, uh, honestly, pretty much so far, I've just listed a, a crap ton of a downs, which, uh, you know, on a game like that, I, I you know, I'm not sorry. It's, it's hard to come away with positives. You know, now we're uh, looking forward and, you know, lose to the Patriots, loss to the Rams, two very good teams. And I think it's the way we lose, the way we've been losing. We can stick with these guys, but we can't win. And, I, you know, I think that says, again, that goes back to your head coach. Uh, obviously, the title of this episode is Turn the Page. Um, and I'm probably going to just harp on this until, <laughs> until it happens. You know, a lot of people are saying, hey, we should fire him right after the game. Uh, was that, what, Am I totally for that idea? Not necessarily. Am I totally against it? Uh, no. I mean, at this point, I don't think it would harm us or really do us any good either um, to get rid of him midseason. And, you know, then you're probably just transferring it right over to Joel Philbin which would be interesting to see if, you know, his play calling would be that much different. There, there's obviously something um, amiss, you know, whether it's uh connection between Rodgers and McCarthy, you know, for the offense to look as kind of painstakingly um, slow moving and just, it doesn't, it, it, nothing is coming easy compared to, you know, if you want to go all the way back to 2011, but even, you know, a couple of years ago, there were you know times when the offense, it'd get hot and it, truly looked unstoppable and really at no point uh besides really the second half of the the bears game has it looked you know that smooth operation it it just seems to me like every yard is is it's hard it's not and i get it yeah it's nfl obviously defenses are better than whatever it just seems like every time you know we're trying to get on the field compared to you know whoever we're playing against uh, it just looks a hell of a lot more difficult and you know, whether that's defenses knowing what McCarthy's stale scheme is or, or what that is. But again, turn the page. I think it's time to turn the page, move on, as we should have done uh, last year, you know, when we kind of cleaned house with a general manager, uh, most of the coaching staff. And, you know, I've obviously, you know, part of that too, you know, you clean house, you clean house, you get rid of most of the coaching staff, which I think uh, that's McCarthy, again, trying to put the scapegoat or put the onus on everybody else except himself. And, you know, all, most of those guys are gone. Defensive coordinators knew, um, you know, got rid of most of his offensive staff. It, it's still struggling. So, I mean, who's left? Who's left? Who do you look at? You know, it's Mike McCarthy. Looking forward to Miami. Um, Again, this should be an easy win. You know, if we, if we come out and lose to Miami at home, I think that says a hell of a lot about uh, what's going on here at 1265. You know, as far as what to look for. I hope hopefully there's no uh, afterthoughts of the you know the Aaron Jones fumble. I'd, I'd still like to see him get the majority of the carries. Uh, again, that another thing that boggled my mind about the Patriots game. You know they take him out to kind of teach him a lesson. Uh, we go down two touchdowns and then you finally bring him back in. Uh, who's to say you know if we would have kept him in for those other couple drives would we have uh, fared better that way? But again, looking at Miami, uh, like I said before when talking about GMO being out, I think it's just going to be another. Good showing for MVS, who's uh, really, really shown like what, and I think we all saw it in preseason as far as his speed. His hands have uh, not been an issue. His hands have been actually been very solid. And, uh, you know, I think his route running has improved. So I'm excited to see, again, where this guy just keeps going. Um, Jimmy Graham was more of a focal point last week. So let's keep that going. Um, you know, the right side of the offensive line is going to be kind of scary, obviously bulaga having some injuries on sunday byron bell did not have a good game anybody who listens to this podcast know that anytime i see jason spriggs on the field i kind of crap my pants um as should everyone else <laughs> in packer nation so uh hopefully bulaga can come back and we don't have to see anything of jason spriggs looking at miami's side i'm not sure if uh osweiler is going to play this week or if they can get back to tannehill i know i saw just some weird something weird going on with Tannehill's injury, so. I'm assuming we'll see a little bit more Brock Osweiler, you know, passing game for them. So Devontae Parker, uh, Jakeem Grant has uh, kind of been there. It's explosive, big play. I want to say Tyree kill type player. He's definitely not that uh, that caliber, but you know, that type of player. Um, Devontae Parker had, uh, had a pretty good game uh, last week or two weeks ago, I believe after there was rumors that uh, he was going to get caught or traded. So that was a uh, pretty interesting, you know, former first-round pick that really hasn't done much. Um, You know Their running game, I think, is pretty average, even though you you have seen some breakout games here and there from Kenyon Drake and or Frank Gore, um, usually not at the same time and usually a couple weeks apart. So hopefully this is not one of those weeks where they decide to show up. Although Kenyon Drake, you know, another, got to go back to James White here, but Kenyon Drake is definitely one of those guys that also good receiver out of the backfield. So you got to keep an eye on that. It's going to be interesting to see what our what our safety play looks like. Um, you know, you got Josh Jones, Kenshaw Bryce. Like I said, Raven Green uh, in the intro there in the beginning. So uh, yeah, I'd be interested to see who we see back there and uh, whether or not Kevin King gets to play. Again, that guy just can't stay healthy. Thanks for checking in. Thanks for listening. We'll Look forward to uh, seeing what we can do here in Miami or uh, against Miami in Green Bay. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to keep an eye out for. Bryce's episode, which will be released most likely on Thursday, and that will be entitled, I believe, By the Wayside on Tap. Uh, Of course, check us out on all the usual uh, channels where we're releasing our podcast, iTunes, Spotify, of course our Facebook page, Twitter, uh, at Wayman. Prices is at unknown underscore price. And then also, uh, of course, unknownpackers.com where we can check out some blog posts and also uh, get some links to you know, listen to the podcast. Thanks again all for tuning in for the Unknown Packers podcast. This is Jeremiah Weyman. Tuning We can do this right here. In front of people, see money, And to me, it's funny, kid. When you meet Hedge Talk, I see Fed they want to dig up the dirt, son. Is it me, they hawk? Cause I be putting in work, Gonna son. Gonna be on top. That's all my eyes can see. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame. Waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. Your cornballs get stonewalled. I own all The veteran. Running my plan. I'm the better man. Crazy raw. Doing my job like the mob, blazing y'all, and disappearing in the fog or a mist. And chicks can't resist what I kick. They be begging for attention on some more of the deals Nick. Word up, baby. Someone may have to get hurt up, baby. Shit is magic.